his first run and a good one. Williams outside, 15, keeps his feet, and Williams finds the end zone, and he is in for a touchdown. On second down, here's a toss. Here is Lucas. Jalen Lucas, that great speed, keeps his feet inside the 30. Lucas, 10, 5, touchdown, Indiana. It's Henderson cutting back and finding the end zone. Touchdown, Indiana. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. That's right, we are back. We're going to keep it for a little bit. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with another guy we're going to keep around for a little bit. That's Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Brando, I am excited to talk some pigskin for the first time in what feels like uh, two months. I mean, I, I feel like I got Am I in a contract year? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the details of my contract. Like, what? <laughs> I well, mean, I can raise. Get, we would have to I guess I can raise a contract. I guess I can raise the level of play if I'm in a contract year. Oh, if that's whatever drives you, whatever drives you. <laughs> um, speaking of things that need driven, um, our producer Seth is in the background. You, he's still here. You can block him on Twitter. It's at say top five S E T A H five. What's up? So he's kind of like Pat McAfee in the Colts. Like no matter what we do, he just won't go away. What's up? <laughs> uh, is, when did winter get here, guys? Today. This stinks. Officially, no, actually, you know what? It was Saturday, so not really. No, Saturday was nice by what my uh, brother got married on Saturday. Uh, Congratulations, thanks, and fall weddings, you fucking stooge. I know, but it was, it was, uh, it was okay. The timing was good, <clears throat> although we were being, being pulled out. Um, I was told that we were going to have to leave to go do photos soon. We out of our get ready room, which was great, two simulators. Two big TVs. It was a real good setup. But I said, I'm not going effing anywhere. That was a direct quote until this game is over. That's what I said. And um, then what seems like normal, traditional IU fashion, they ended it right when I needed them to. So um, <clears throat> there we go. Let's talk about the game because, as I said a little bit earlier, I'm actually excited to talk some football for a little bit. Uh, this is game number eight. I did it. I did it right this time. You did. Final score, Indiana 24, Penn State 33. Quote, F me. That was more like it, is what I wrote down. Um, this seemed way more like what you would expect from maybe the team you saw play against Louisville. This is going to sound real dumb. The team you saw play against Indiana State, even the team maybe you saw play against Ohio State, which the more I watch Ohio State, the more I feel like we were both just kind of going through the motions with each other in that game. We won't, neither team were really playing that hard, but I'll take it. We still get recognized for that game. Um, what do you guys think? Did you like it? Nope. No, no, hated it. Like I think it. I think I'm the exact opposite of you. Because this game showed how this whole season should have been going. Okay. But, but, but. So it, it shows, it, this game showed all the good and all the bad that is this team all yeah. wrapped up into one. I don't think I've seen a team. IU played the best it's ever has in this game. And that was the hardest part for me. 
Because if we play like that against some of the teams we have played that we will play, we're not two and six. I don't know how you can be happy about that. No, I, like that, reason, that, that me makes me angry. Let me tell you. Because when I sat there at a game in a beautiful weather game. Oh, so you gorgeous. And our buddy and my middle son. And I watched the same football team go out with zero emotion. What seemed like zero game plan, zero adjustments against a team that we should have beaten. Again, shot ourselves in the foot. What did Tom Allen call them? Cats. They were cats or whatever they called them. Uh, had cats in that game. Had cats in this game. One cat that was, I, I mean, it was three points difference, but um, could have been big in the end. Um, actually, no, he missed. I'm pretty sure. No, it wasn't. That was, a, that was a kickoff return. But we'll talk about that later in just a minute. But uh, I, I felt like the team we saw Saturday is what we will see the rest of the season. If we see that the rest of the season, Brandon, hold on. If we see it the rest of the season, I think we'll be happy with that. Now, the problem is what you're saying is that we haven't seen it throughout this season yet, and it's disappointing. I think we're, we found- we're gonna go. We're gonna go four and eight. Okay, we're gonna go four and eight. Okay. Um, and there's there the, we're gonna want to have the Rutgers game back, the oh, yeah. Louisville game back. Oh yeah. This game back, yeah. and there's going to be one more. There's still going to be one more that we're going to want back, and it. This is too early. They, this is too early, early for the. It's coaching. It's too. It's too early in the podcast to bring it up. Poorly, poorly coached team. Oh, yeah. 100%. If there is, if there are, if there's a different offensive coordinator, there's a different head coach. IU beats Penn State. I'm sorry for the LEO podcast, but if a better coach and a better offensive coordinator, IU beats Penn State Saturday. And in my mind, that is still unacceptable. I went to a Halloween party afterwards. I was like, oh, the IU game, that was so much fun. Like, I'm sure you'll have so much to talk about. And I'm like, none of it was fun. Oh, wow. This is way more intense, opposite direction than what we thought. None of it was fun. We were 31-point underdogs. Right. That's. I'm just telling you, that is the team that everybody thought IU was. If this is the team that IU is moving forward, maybe it clicks, man. There's things that click as the season goes on. We finally put all of our faith into a quarterback, right? And look what he can do. We I got to eat some maybe, crow. I got to eat some crow. He threw some dimes. Yeah. And maybe, dude, go back and watch the DQ Carter catch. That I went back and watched it again today. He moves up in the pocket and almost kind of like, the way he throws it, he's kind of like, I got to drop it right into this bag. Like it just has to be whoop like this. Like it was off balance, leaning forward a little bit. Like he wasn't being necessarily pressured too hard, but just knew he had to put it right in the perfect spot. margin of error was very little. And, oh, he and it was beautiful. Crushed it. And oh, he yeah. Crushed it. Yeah. 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 So I think that may, maybe now granted, this is one game. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but this is what it should have looked like all season. And how doesn't that make you? angry listen i'm ex- i'm excited because we we talked about well, let's get into it we talked about it last week we think the inevitable may end up happening this may have been the right time for this to start happening do you know what i mean for this for that stuff to happen we're not gonna not gonna talk about it directly bring it up i don't want to say it bring it up 
for that to happen, I do not think we can go bowling. I don't think you can finish the season six and six. There's no way for that to happen. There's no way. We'll 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 somehow beat two out of the next four opponents. Or yeah, yeah, two out of the next four opponents somehow. I'm sure this may come up a little bit later. So let's keep moving. I think that may might come up. I don't know. I've not looked at your guys' outlines, but I'm thinking if not, maybe I'll ask a question. But I'm going to save the question until later. Let's keep moving through. Indiana falls to 0-13 all-time at Penn State. Um, my dad almost... Now, again, I watched this with all of my... Like, my dad, all my brothers, my youngest brother's friends, everybody in that room, all IU people. My dad literally said, I will run across the 18th green butt naked and during the reception if IU wins this game. He was pucker button real bad. Real, real bad for a while. Until... Not gonna, nope, not going to do it <clears throat> until a certain part of the, of the game came up because <clears throat> that part of that game will come up, at least from me, a little bit later on. So we have got a new section. I'm not going to do key stats, key plays. They come up as we're talking through stuff. I like this better. So I like this, this one. I like a little bit better. And I stole it. I stole it from uh, an Arsenal podcast. Um, Ars- I got to give them credit, I guess. Um, Arsenal Vision podcast. Um, there's no sh- there's no stealing well, it's, it's not just stealing borrowing um i don't i mean it's not I like you it's not it? like you recorded their their preparation no 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 or no. you stole any signs well, you're not harbaugh so they do this they do this on their instant reaction oh that's funny that's funny they do this on their instant reaction so they they do like a quick headline stock up stock down right so this is a new section, headlines. So we're going to go around the room. Everybody's going to give a, what would have been a, for the young people listening, a traditional newspaper headline. I guess now it would be like an, an ESPN.com headline or whatever. I made four of them. I, made I think two. I'll only say two. I made two. I think, I thought maybe you guys would take my first one. So I think I'm leaning towards the second one. And if you don't, I'll, I'll give the first one. I'll let Seth go first. What's your headline from the game? The right way to lose. Oh, I love that. I so I moral victories. So I I took I think I took more of Bragg's side of this than Brandon's. Is this again? I I hate the phrasing I'm about to use, but I'm going to do it anyways. That's how they should have been losing all season. Yeah, <laughs> that's the team. Those are the types of plays. That's the game plan. Those that, I mean, there's still some missing complimentary football. There's still some stuff that's just not quite right. There's, you know, we can talk about the coordinations. We can talk about the in-game strategy. We can talk about all that goofy stuff. You know, the gap between winning and losing is so much smaller than we think. But it's also so much bigger than we think at the same time. It's just such a weird balancing act that the margin of error is so slim this is the way that you keep games close this is the way you keep things interesting and this is the way that you can lose but build momentum yeah have positive things you can talk about and yeah there's some frustrations but damn i mean what was it 24 points 24 24 points against what did i i can't remember their exact rankings but top the number one scoring defense in the country. I do and remember they were, that. And they were scoring on explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Things that IU has not done all season. 
how many times let me hop in here i don't want to talk about specific players yet we're going to save that for stock up stock down but how many times have we seen iu f up that donovan mccauley play and just totally not see donovan mccauley just run the ball you know what i mean that was clearly an rpo and they made a great the quarterback the wide receiver everybody made it all happen that was you're right you're 100 right i hate moral victories but I think this is about as moral as it can get, as moral victory as it can get. Do you have anything else you want to add? If not, give us your headline, Brandon. All right. You ready for oh, this? He's stretching, stretching, loosening up. LEO too often means always this close. It's Tom's entire tenure. He has been this close. And he's proven time. And time again, he can't do it. He can't do it when there are big time situations. He almost immediately makes the wrong decision. So Leo should or so are in Tom's tenure. Leo might as well be called always this close. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate for just a second before I forget this take I'm about ready to have. So we we went on the road to a place we've never won with really good teams, right? Gator Bowl team, Outback Bowl team. Well, we, we played them at home. But we played there with some good teams, good players, NFL players across the board. Never, I, in my opinion, outside of that 2019 game, have I felt we're going to pull this off especially down towards the end. We were 31-point underdogs. Number 10 team in the country. Top top defense statistically across the board, right? Top three, top five, and about every category, number one in scoring. Yes, he made some. And again, I don't want to talk about specific plays because, again, they might come up a little bit later, definitely on my end, uh, where he pulled the strings on some things that caused some things to happen. Um, that I totally don't agree with. I kind of agree with your headline. It was just so close and it felt so good. But how many, we've done this podcast for, was this the fourth season? Yeah. Or third season, fourth season. Yeah. How many times have we had this same exact conversation, man? We haven't. How many times did we have this last year? I I mean, Maryland, maybe. I just feel like we're here. To, we, we talked this way against, uh, Louisville. Now we're ta- we were talking this way last week against Rutgers. We were talking this way with about Penn State. I mean, it just gets old. The guy plays not to lose. Oh, see, I was not talking like this against Rutgers. I was pissed off about Rutgers. I was mad. I thought the I thought all of that was coaching. But then again, I thought the majority of this on Saturday was coaching, opening up playbooks, uh, calling a balanced play. The defense played their ass off for a long time. Like this, I I thought this was a different loss, especially this season than what we have experienced probably the whole season, maybe outside of Louisville. Um, I thought this was a, a completely different loss and a, and a good one. Um, I well, and betting wise, I won a, a lot of money. So, so. My hope here, because I, I told this to Sasha, she rolled her eyes. 
And I go, if we win this game, Tom Allen keeps his job. And she goes, yeah. so you don't want to win? And I go, so hard. Fuck. It's so hard. <laughs> you know that Baker Mayfield? Yeah. <laughs> just, like That's how I felt. Because like, obviously, I wanted to win the game. I wanted to win the game so bad. I explained to this on the preview pod. So much of my family went, right? My family was shitting their pants. My friends that went to Penn State were shitting their pants. They kept showing the stadium. Yeah. Everyone was the so... The 90-yard touchdown was great. This, you just said... Like, everything was... I, I I wanted to win so bad, but in my own mind, I'm like, Tom stays prob probably, probably yeah. we win this game because look, I think we win two more games, right? Yeah. Um, it's tough. I'm I, in a blender. I, I'm in an people, absolute blender. Right people now. said the same thing. My stepbrother said the same thing. He goes, "What happens if we win? He probably stays, right? First ever win at Penn State." a win on the road against a top 10 team. I mean, it's probably the win of the year. Like I think probably the largest spread difference win in all of college football this year. I believe so without having to check it. Don't hit Seth is shaking. He's not gonna be able to find this info. 22. No, 31, 31, 31 to nine. Yeah. It's a 22 point difference. What are you talking about? No, we're I'm saying like as underdogs, like IU winning as 31 point underdogs will be the greatest upset this year oh. in college football. What are you talking about? 22 to nine. Oh, nothing. I was telling like how, how, how much they didn't cover the spread by like oh, the, gotcha, the line gotcha. was off by 22 points. Okay. No, okay. No, no, I see. What no, you're no, 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 I see no, what no, that, that, yeah. that I was misunderstanding. Yeah, no, good point. I got you. Um, Let's roll back over uh, my headline. Should I go with you guys pick? Should I go with one or two? Two, two. You always like your backup quarterback. All right. Well, uh, the first one was, I think we have our quarterback. Uh, number two is, is the bull run back on? Question oh, mark. No, listen, no. listen, Wisconsin lost Terrible. at home against Terrible. Ohio State. Didn't look good. No, lost 10 to 24, Covered them. right? They did cover. Well, so did we cover the shit out of it. Um, Wisconsin does open nine and a half point favorites next week in Bloomington. Uh, Illinois had a buy, so we can't really make fun of them. Michigan State got stomped at, at a bad offensive Minnesota team, 27 to 12. And then I don't know. I didn't watch any highlights of this game, but I did kind of look through the scores of the Nebraska-Purdue game, and that game didn't seem very close either. 31-14, the final score. Was that a close game? I didn't watch a single second of it. I went. I was at a different wedding. Yeah, and, during, during football. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just say that it was 0-0 at the end of the first quarter when I turned my phone off. When I turned the phone back on, it was 21 nothing. And I had an attitude at that point of keeping it in the pocket. Was that before or after? I don't know if they listen. I can't say it. Um, but yeah, uh, those are bad it, teams. It was before the standing. Okay. Those are bad teams. Now, granted, we are not a good team. We are not a good team. But I'm thinking if, and it's going to take a lot, and they're going to have to prove it again, Brandon. They're going to have to prove it again. You know this. If they come out and play like that for the next four weeks, tell me those are not all four very winnable games. Yep. Yeah. 
that is a good Penn State team we beat, or almost sorry, we beat that we had on the ropes, right? A very good Penn State at home. Yeah, I, there were multiple times where I just sat there and I just go, we are absolutely dominating this team. There was one player we couldn't stop. It was like Katron. I want to get to a Brando Durando so bad, but I'll wait. You want to do it? So bad. No, don't do it. Okay, but that's it for headlines. Do you guys want to do your other headlines? Do you guys have backup headlines? I don't. I just want to drop don't. it real quick. Okay, cool. It'll, it, it's all cut of the same milk. Okay. So. Stocks up. Stocks down. Should we start negative or positive? Let's start negative. Okay. Because, so, I mean, again, I do think there was way more positives. There was a ton of positive. God, I hope we all have the same person on offense. Stock down on offense. Seth. It's Jalen Lucas. Gotta be. He is not an offensive player. I think we are finally ready to admit that we live in a post-offensive player world of Jalen Lucas. He is a special team gadget guy. That is who he is. Let him excel in that role and stop trying to fit him into some hybrid halfback. It's an experiment that's over. Let him run routes. Just one, just one touch for minus five yards. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Am is I reading it. that correctly? That is it. I don't no even more. Know if he was targeted. No more screens. No more reverses. No, just have him run a slant, or an out, or a go. Or, or just a go. Just run a go. If you're gonna get him where he excels, just let him run. Just run, bud. That's it. Yeah, zero. I don't. I don't have any targets in front of me, but yeah, I don't remember him being targeted. Um, that was before I just had the old fashions flowing like water, so I was fairly coherent at that point. Um, yeah, he was my number one, a hundred percent. There's not a ton to pick from. Uh, I did have a moment that I've got on a stock down for offense. Brandon, do you have something else? Yeah, this poor guy, right? But it's a Cam Jordan. Mm. the the walk on from Carmel, he muffs that punt. In my opinion, in my opinion, this is coaching. One, you don't put him in a spot. He has not fielded punts his entire life. He did at the end of after Lucas Rutgers. He didn't Rutgers. Okay, yeah, but but still, you don't put him in that spot. One, because it does two things. You put Cam. Jordan in a spot where it's only can be negative. He's not taking one to the house. He can only be bad. And what message does that send to Jalen Lucas that I have no faith in you, bro? Yeah. I can't yeah. get you. I can't get in. I can't get you involved in offense. So I'm going to bench you on punt returns where you were an all American, where you were a preseason all conference. I'm going to bench you like Tom Allen messed up on both fronts there yeah so i have stocked down for him but really i just wanted to shoehorn another yeah. argument why tom allen coach percent so just to give everybody kind of perspective if you i know everybody's going to remember the play but where was it in the game it was Monster. seven nothing right after the 90 yard touchdown we sack. took them out coming off a sack coming off a sack three plays minus four yards and they have to i mean the boo birds are out early early and instead we stick them down at the 32 yard line prime example momentum totally flips and they and they pounded in for a touchdown seven seven into the first quarter could have been seven zero i could have won more money because i took iu to win the first quarter it didn't happen i was real mad about that all right well that will lead me in Uh, my i'm going to say my offense i'm going to continue on 
what Brandon said. My off, my other offense one that wasn't Jalen Lucas was play calling after the interception in the fourth quarter. Um, what, let's let's go back to what I said before. So special teams missed field goal. We had a missed field goal. We had a a big kickoff return, fifty yarder, and we had a muff punt. Okay, the muff punt was a a major mistake. I mean, that was a seven point mistake. Maybe you know what? What's called a fourteen point mistake, right? A ton of momentum, Seth. I'm not saying we're going to go down and score a touchdown, but let's just say a maximum of 14 point turnaround, right? The missed at minimum at seven. At minimum at seven. Minimum, yeah. So uh, a missed field goal, and then the big kickoff return, uh, which would have come, I think that was at halftime. I think the kickoff at halftime they brought it back to the 50. Defense did a good job of holding them up. They only got a field goal out of it. I think I missed a field. I think they missed the field goal. That was a big one. Um, Missed the field goal on that, but still, Tom Allen is a what? A defensive coach and a special teams coach. Oh, I was going to say something bad. Okay, but... well, don't say that. The missed field goal, it's hard to blame him. You know, things happen on missed field goals. Kickers miss, especially in college, right? The big kickoff returns can't happen. They're happening more often probably All this the year than I've seen All the in a long time. And the muff punt, that's two in two games. What? You just, you've got the star player, the all American returner. You got to just leave him in. He's going to make a mistake. And the thing is, just, early yeah, in his 10, early in the tenure, he's let that happen. Yeah. I mean, I remember WAP muffing a punt. I, I don't, I don't yeah. think DJ did, but DJ ran backwards and DJ did a whole bunch and of DJ dumb crazy, things. Yeah. Yep. Like, no, you, and he never benched any of those guys. So like, what is he's not even consistent? Yeah, how many times did we complain about? It's because he's yeah. desperate, is what it is. He's yeah, he's he's just trying to do everything. He knows he's cooked. Oh yeah, how many times cooked. did we did we complain about like David Hollowell being back there to, or David Holloman being back there to to return a punt because we knew he wasn't going to return it right, just yeah. catch it, fair catch it, or let it go. That's all you need in that situation. Instead, he was going to catch it and try to run with it. No, just fair catch the ball. And I, again, I feel bad for him. I do feel bad for him. Uh, I think he was put in the wrong, the wrong spot. So I do feel bad for him. Uh, well, I'm going to go back to my offense stock down, and then we'll get uh, your guys' defenses stock down. The play calling after the interception in the fourth quarter, you're inside the Penn State 25-yard line, down three, three timeouts. And you run, 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 field goal. That was bad. Did Rod Carey have to poop? Yes or no? I don't think it was dry. I don't think he had a choice. I think this came from Tom Allen. In the post-game press conference, if you hear Tom Allen, he 100% called the third down play. He sort of threw Rod Carey under the bus on first and second down. Yeah. But... I think, I think Tom Allen influenced the way. You think so? I thought Joshy three downs. Joshy was running on Saturday, four point eight yards a carry. You might as well give him two carries, right? You're first down. First down's fine. First down's fine. Yeah, the key, that, that keeps the clock clear. going. Second down, you have to throw the ball. Third down, you have to throw the ball. Here's here's my thought on this, and this was my thought at the time too. Was okay. So Josh got one, one, and two. So that's what we did. And then we kicked a field goal. 
my thought on this was, dude, I don't care what the score was, 24-24. We're coming. Our defense had forced punt on one yard, punt after 21 yards, three plays, two yards, interception. Just go score a touchdown. Put the defense back out there again because they have not killed you this game. So it's, it's, you know what was worse? Arguably, and, and this is bad. I mean, the, the three straight runs is atrocious. You know what's worse? Fourth and three, and you give them the ball. When was this? Right after. The, um, I'm pretty sure, we, like, after we kicked the field goal, we stopped them. They punted it to us. I'm almost positive. No, after we scored the field goal, that was their big touchdown down the, down the sideline to take the lead. And then safety in the ball game. That's what that's the that's the drive I'm talking about. Unless you're talking about a different drive. Let me look it up. Because I'm looking at our par art. We didn't punt. We punted once um in the fourth quarter. What's that, Seth? Punted four. Oh, times. I was saying four all all game. Hey, guys, I was the wrong Hold place. on just a second. Let's talk about that freaking monster punt by James yeah. Evans. 64 yards. 64 yards from his eight yard line. What do you got, Brandon? You looking it up? Yeah, so I have I have it switched around. Um, it was it was right before the the field goal drive, okay. where where there was under two minutes ago. Um, or a little over two minutes ago, and we punt it. Fourth fourth and one at the IU twenty nine, and we and we punted it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, twenty one yeah. to twenty four. Fourth and L- one. L- luck- luck- luckily, two plays later, um, Sangetti gets that interception. Yeah. See, that but, was my whole thing. Right? But fourth, fourth and one. Okay, with okay, there was a little bit more time on the clock than I thought. There was, a, it was all four minutes and fifty three seconds. But you gave them the ball back down three on fourth and one. Like that okay. is. So, that wasn't as bad as the three runs, uh, but that is still just absolute malpractice. So I'm going to I'm going to play the other side here <clears throat> in the second half. At that point, our defense had given up 22 yards. It's fourth and one outside. Well, outside of the big. What was this? They had that opening drive touchdown. Uh, Seth, which side are you on this? You, 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 you on Bragg side? Not on punt. your 29 yard line with three timeouts. I don't think so. Points. Yeah, Seth. I don't think that's a move. I don't think that was a move. I think they made the right move there. I can see both sides. I see what you guys are saying. I'm sure I'd be arguing with somebody in the stands if this was at Memorial Stadium and they did the same thing. But I, I think you're that. That's it, dude. They don't get it. That game is toast. Boom. Done. Any right. other game, I would be more inclined to agree with you. But the offense was in rhythm. They were going up and down the field. This wasn't a situation where you were concerned that if IU got the ball again, there was no way they were going to get points on the board. They just came off a 12.80 yard touchdown drive, right? For five minutes. And then they, they let Penn State run five plays and they punt. But you're at the 29, dude. If they don't get it, that's it. Wrap it up. So, but he plays not to lose so Bingo. often. You saw that. You saw that after the interception. That was so Kicking that field goal is playing not to lose. It keeps it you alive. So it keeps... Dude the options to win available. You've got to and go that's win the, the one time he didn't do it. Yeah, but you've got you to go win the game right there. Nah, kick the points. 
You're kidding. Mm-mm. After the interception? Go win the yeah. game. Both are both are in. I mean, and Seth, you're right about going for it on fourth and wrong or fourth and one. You're wrong on take the points. Yeah, you're yeah, you're super wrong on that. Yeah. And what a if terrible it, if throw if, that was, by the way. Should we talk about that? Holy cow. As soon as he yeah, threw it, I was yeah. like, that's pick. I mean, it was yeah, it was so high. All right, can we, can we move on to stock down? Because yeah, yeah. we were still on stock down. Stock yeah. down uh defense, defense for you guys. Whoever wants to start. I'll, I'll go. Jordan Greer, Redshirt Jr. You just, you can't get beat like that. Yeah. I mean, it's your, it's your best player. Lambert Smith is a stud. But, like, I mean, I hate to blame it on the kid because there's no reason anyone should be playing press coverage on Lambert Smith. But yeah. I don't know enough. I, I don't know big-time college, like, defenses. If it was his decision to play press or if it was called to play press, Regardless, I'm not playing press. If I have Lambert Smith across me, I'm backing up. Um, so I don't know if they'll call it on scheme or call it on him, but I mean, he didn't lose us the game, but that play was our the last hope. Yeah. Yep. Seth. Yeah, that was the same guy I had written down. That was just the most again, I, I Brandon, I'm the same boat you are. I don't want to belabor the point, um, but that was the most, you know, singular incidents uh, incident in the game that you can look at and say, if that play goes differently, you know, the permutations of how this game ends. If that play goes differently, it's second down. (laughs) That's just where it is. Now, my thought is, you know, I think Auer scrambled a lot and he found Katron Allen for that first play. Uh, where I think he was like perfectly covered, and then Kobe Miner came off of him to go chase down Aller, and he threw it over the top. Um, and then Catron Allen with a ten yard run. So I wonder if they weren't trying to just play press, and and maybe they were bringing some heat on that play. But yeah, I think that I think that's just a bad a bad defensive call there. You just got to keep them out of the end zone. Their field goal kicker was a little shaky. Nothing over forty two yards, I think. Yeah, my um, honorable mention was was Chris Freeman. I mean, that field goal miss was bad. I mean, he pushed that so far right, it almost yeah. missed the netting. Yeah, he didn't kill. He didn't lose his game though. And no, sucks. no, sucks to miss no. a field goal like that. But yeah, where did he miss it from? That was a huge but, drive though. Fourteen plays, fifty six yards. And and imagine if like, and again, this everything's woulda, coulda, shoulda. And I'm not. I don't want to blame the players at all because everyone who's listening knows who I blame. But, like, imagine if we intercept that ball and it's a tie game. Yeah. Because that would have been that would have been it. Yeah, because they would have uh, – well, I mean, it, who knows how it plays afterwards, right? 17, that would have put a 17-24. They punt. We score 24-24. You can't so. miss chip shots and try to upset. You just you just can't. Yeah. Well, you can't. You got to be flawless. And we lost the turnover battle, too, and still kept it as close as we did. So – um, let's be positive. Let's go to the yeah. offensive side of the ball. Stock up. Seth, you go first on this one. Uh, I, yeah, I had Josh Henderson. I mean, I think that that was his first game back. Getting welcome extended. back. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome Which makes you wonder back. if he was, if he was healthy the last game or two, why the hell wasn't he playing? But whatever. I think that he and Howland make a really nice duo. I think they have a little bit of, you know, the the thunder and the lightning, even though, you know, I don't know. Henderson's got a little bit of 
thunder in him as well. He's got both. Um, Yeah, I I think they make a really nice combination. So I think that, you know, as you guys focus on finding the quarterback as a solution, I think you guys have, you know, solved your running back problem as well. If Henderson is healthy for this final four games, you pair him with Halland. Um, I really think that you have a two-headed monster there. And then you throw in the fact that I'm sorry, I'm going to steal this from you, but the, you have two, you know, I think what we said, there was one 100 yard receiving game all season prior to uh, prior to Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you had two receivers super close to hundred yards, one going over. Um, so if you can complement, you know, two receivers near hundred yards and um, you know, Howland and Henderson putting together hundred yards on the ground. Now you have an offense that, you know, is it's, multiple it's threatening on multiple levels it's you know um versatile and so that's something that you can build on it just sucks that it's you know the eighth game of the season before you finally figure that out mm-hmm. yeah so for me um there's so many options and i'm gonna let Bragg have his one so i'm not gonna steal his one i'm gonna go with omar cooper um holy so cow was that He's touchdown fixed. just super impressive you know i i gotta watch him make a play on a slant to get to the end zone. They got to watch George Pickens make a similar play um, on Sunday. Man, Omar Cooper is just extremely talented. And him and D-Mac being across from each other for another two years is is going to be very, very exciting. Um, so I'm excited about the potential of those two together um, over the next two years for IU, hopefully. Um, so Omar Cooper stock up, he was kind of, you know, the lost guy all off season. We talked about cam camper and DQ Carter and Donovan McCulley and EJ Williams really didn't talk. Omar Cooper, he might be the best one. Um, He's he might be the best one. And that's not uh, like disrespect to the others. Cause I think the others are talented too. Um, but, but for me, Omar Cooper, go back and watch that touchdown. And watch just how smooth his route. Yes, how smooth he is. It looked like George Pickens. Football. It looked like like the you watch the George Pickens one and Omar Cooper one. And you're like, huh? What? Let me give you another name from the Colts, and and just go back and watch it. Watch it from this perspective, and tell me how much he looks like Reggie Wayne. Watch that. Like go. I you probably didn't watch as much Reggie Wayne as I did, but watch him. He had a little towel hanging out the back, a little catch out in front of his body. The move out of the little hesitation to move around to the hezzy was awesome. each other. Yeah. I mean, that was very smooth into the end zone, not looking like he's running too hard. Yeah. I haven't watched any George, not much pickings, but dude, that's that's classic the, the, the plays were identical. Everyone it? listening, look at the George Pickens touchdown uh yesterday or Sunday. Almost identical to the Omar Cooper Search play. Steelers loss, George Pickens touchdown. Yes. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Stinks. <laughs> Can you imagine drafting him number two? It's awful. No one um, bad organization would ever do that. No. Um, hey, we might do it again. Drake May's available. No, oh, Jesus. I'm gonna go with I mean Brendan Soresby is pretty obvious. You have brag, you have you own a shirt. I do own a shirt. You I have think I'm to fully go on Sorbs. I'm fully on Sorbs. I'm fully on him. I told you guys the day he signed. He's a playmaker. Now he it to his detriment on Saturday made a dumb play where he threw back across the middle. Did it cost us a game? Maybe I don't know. But he also was 13 of 19 for 269 yards, three touchdowns, and that bad interception. He outplayed Drew Aller 
like uh, crazy. Like they both threw three touchdowns and interception, right? But he averaged 14.2 per uh, reception. Our 6.8 QBR 57.2 Soresby 79.8. Like the dude went up against, as I said, I cannot scream this loud enough. One of the top defenses in the country. Have they played the toughest schedules? Probably not. But number one scoring defense averaging 6.67, I think, points per game, and you drop 24 on them without a defensive touchdown. And the, and the 269, oh, well, he had a 90-yard touchdown. He had a blown coverage. I'm telling you, man, we, I've, I've watched this team long enough to know that, that I've seen so many people not make that pass, number one, on the 90-yard touchdown. And number two, I've seen so many wide-open receivers not even get looked at. <laughs> it's amazing to see somebody go out there and make a play. Now, again, do it again. Do it again against another high-end opponent next week. And we'll just keep that stock rising. So uh, a couple honorable mentions. I thought D- DQ Carter finally getting back around, uh, finally getting his name said a couple times. Um, huge 90-yard touchdown, obviously, but he made a couple other catches as well. Um, Donovan McCauley, obviously, but I think he's just – I think he's only – he's so good. Um, yeah, and that's it. I thought the play calling was pretty good, except for that one drive, which we've hammered down enough. So moving to defense. We've got some new names on my list. Um, Seth defense. So this is the guy who we were super high on at the beginning of the season, all off season. He took a dip and he is back baby. And that's our down under thunder. Jim's Jimmy Evans, uh, his kicks or sorry, his punts. He only had four of them, but they went for 230 yards, 53, 64, 54 and 59. And the hang times were impressive. Um, Again, the coverage kind of sucks, but the leg, the leg ain't the problem. He's back. Yeah, he's back, mate. What you got? Brain so for there. me, it's it's two transfers that have been quiet, and they showed up huge. Nick Tumor and Anthony Carter, mm-hmm. co-stock ups. Hold on, Anthony or Nick Carter Tumor or and Anthony Jones. No. Anthony Jones, okay, Anthony go. Jones. I mean, we, we know Andre Carter, who was an absolute beast. He literally is named off my entire list. I had three people written. Down. So Nick Toomer stepped up in the box and made some tackles. There were a few plays where their runs maybe went for seven to 10 yards that could have went 11 yards to or to the house. Um, Nick Toomer saved some touchdowns. He, he seemed to make big plays on third downs routinely. And and Anthony Jones finally showed why he was so highly regarded. He hits hard. Yeah, he didn't make that many hits, but when he hits you, you feel it. And that is a young redshirt freshman. That kid. He is going to be a stud. Oh, yeah. um, he's done it for one game, but it, it was a game against really high competition um, and a highly competitive game. Stock way up. Anthony Jones before this game didn't have a stock. Now, now, yeah. now it's That's everyone buying. I'll give Nick, Nick Toomer's uh, stat line real quick. Five tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and a pass defended. I'll go off of my list, and, and I'll take somebody who I, we usually can't give a stock up to, but I think coming off the Rutgers game, I think he, we should probably should. I think he's back at the top of the stocks. I don't think it gets any higher than where he's at anymore. Aaron Casey, again, is back. Uh, Ten tackles, half a sack. One and a half tackles for loss, a pass defended, 
I mean, you go across the stat sheet, he's got a tick everywhere except for touchdown. I mean, the guy, again, was flying all over the place, making big plays, was wrapping up and taking people down to the ground. So good to see Aaron Casey back. Good to see that defense clicking. Uh, I mean, you may look at 33 yards, right, or 33 points and think that they're not clicking, but I'm talking about holding the team to 210 yards passing and, and 132 and yards on the ground is, is fine. Can we give I mean, an LEO you? stock up? We can, yeah. Just like as just overall. Let's give let's give a clap to Josh Henderson, right? Come, coming back, almost not getting eased back into the offense. He just out of just hey, you've been out a month. Go be a workhorse, and he yeah. was. He was. He was. So that's he always is though. So so again, not not that his stock was down to go up, but just to in that environment, not playing after a month. Let's go. Let's does go, he, Hendo. Does he have one more year, Seth? I don't think so. Uh, we asked he, him. He potentially could, um, but I think he is fully graduated. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So let's go. Let's keep moving. We've spent a lot of time on this game. So uh, super quick word from our sponsor, Mon on Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Now let's get back to the show. Let's revisit some predictions real quick. Uh, I'm not going to do the original predictions, uh, but I did win this one. Here we um, go. We're back on, on that track. Usually we win the game whenever I win it. Uh, but I said IU would score 10 and give up 41. Brandon thought IU would lose 47 to 6. And Seth said 45 to 7. You guys are way off. So uh, there we go. Now moving on to Brando's Randos, so you can stop itching and uh, get to talking. Here we go. Yeah, so I've pared this down. Um, I had seven. I'm down to two. Oh, um, So just, just to speed speed things up, I want to talk about the it, the less interesting question first. They showed... Drew Aller and Taven talking after the game. What were they talking about? Um, good question. Hey, Drew, wh- where all did you go in your recruiting visits? Drake? Where should I transfer? Maybe they were talking about Drake. Is Drake still relevant? NBA young boy? I, I mean, no one outside of probably us three noticed that, but like I did. I didn't like, notice it. Yeah, like right at the game, they were panning over the players coming together and the coaches. Oh, I was out together. taking pictures. I was getting pictures. Um, yeah. and and it 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 was on screen for a second, but it was definitely Taven and Aller talking, and I was like, oh, <laughs> just fuel those rumors a little bit more. Yeah, that's fine. but 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 what 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 do those players talk about? Because like I know when I lost, whether I got destroyed, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I don't talk to anybody either. So like. Uh, I always find it weird that those conversations happen. Like maybe for Taven because he didn't play, but those conversations are like, I don't get them. Am I alone here? No, I think you're off a little bit here because, you know, and again, it's, it's been 20 years since I've played, but even then, like we had trainers that we would see off season where we would like, I'd practice a lot of the guys from the same conference. And so like, 
I don't know, you'd at least like dap them up afterwards and be like, glad we beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and like pound them. <laughs> um, so a lot of it's like just like, and especially with social media now, I, I'm guessing that there's a lot of that like, hey, I saw that thing you posted. That was really cool. Or like, hey, you met with my trainer. Like, that's awesome. Or like, yeah, I think it's a lot of that goofy stuff where there's a lot of people have crossover, like, I don't know, support groups. Yeah. All right. All right, here's the one that I really want to get I still get think into. it's NBA young boy or young boy NBA. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, because I think this is a little bit. I'm going to name some coaches and give me a yes or a no reason if they win this game on Saturday. Pat, a yes or no reason or just yes or no? Both. I want I want to hear, explain your answer. I'm not doing reasons. I'm just doing yes or no. Pat Fitzgerald wins this game on Saturday. No. So Pat Fitzgerald is CTA on steroids. So I'm guessing he finds a way to game manage his way into a closer loss, a more infuriating loss. Fair. I think he wins the game. I think he's pulled off upsets before. Of course. Um, uh, but but okay, so I lose that one two two to one. I lose. Kirk Ferentz is he has to score with twenty. Him? He'd have to score twenty four points. <laughs> Who's his uh, OC? <laughs> same roster. So you're saying same roster, same roster, different yes. coach, different coach. Yes. Special teams mastermind, bro. There's not a there's not a muff punt. Tell you that. He, tell you that much. He yeah. does solve a lot of the weaknesses that this IU football team currently yeah. has. I think he is he an immediate like five point boost in special teams and defense. Yeah, that's a win. I'd I'm, I'd be definitely closer than Patty Fitz. Yeah. PJ Fleck. No. 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 <laughs> Thank you. It's the only no I just spoiler. This is the only no I have on this list. <laughs> And I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, Luke Fickle. Yes. Yeah, he, he crafts something up. that Luke Fickle does not go run, run, run. I can tell you that for damn sure. Luke Fickle does not go run, run, run in that position. Not a chance. He probably goes for it on fourth down if it's fourth and short to I go can't. win the game. I can't. There's a tight end screen in there somewhere. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to say yes. And here's the one where everyone at home should just stop listening, regardless of the answer. Jeff Brom. Yes. Does Jeff Brom win this game on Saturday? It's not at yep. home. I think he does. Yep. Yeah, probably all the scenarios. Yeah, because he definitely doesn't do run, run, run. Nope. He doesn't run the ball at all, but he doesn't nope. do run, run, run. So, yeah, I think they win. God, I hate that. Right. I hate it as much as Luke Fickle, though. I'm not going to say Luke Fickle would win that game. Like that, that when I thought of this question today, while while driving home, I got angry. Got and that that's almost like what fueled this. And I wasn't that angry. You guys know when I'm this angry. I would have been texting for the last 72 hours. It was really this question, and, and, and this is what cemented my view that that Tom's got to go. Because in my mind, not your guys's, Pat Fitzgerald, Kirk Ferentz, Luke Fickle, and Jeff Brom all win this game. I don't think any of those four are super high-end coaches. 
Nope. I don't think any of those four, we couldn't get someone similar to any of those four. But it is so apparently obvious that Tom is below them, and they should be the standard. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That That's also my final statement as well. Wow. Okay, perfect. Seth, your sack? Compare Tom Allen to an automobile. Oh, man. You don't want me to say that? Do it. It's definitely a Buick. Um, Fucking Miata. No, he's not. Is that Miata. still a active brand? I don't Buick? know. Buick is. Yeah. Um, I don't know cars that well. I, I think I, I don't know what their new ones are, but give me like a like a the last year that they made a Buick LeSabre, like the full out. I mean, my grandma used to drive those a lot mm-hmm. and they're they're luxury. They're great. What about what about the early Teslas that didn't have many miles to them? Oh, there's yeah, like there's, it was it was it was like kind of cool in the beginning. And then and then now it's just like, I don't know. What about because they have that's limited cool. what about limited range and they burn out quickly? Yes, that's where I was going. Okay, I was just thinking here. about things that like came out that were cool for a bit, like a Dodge Challenger. What, what about what about the yellow Hummer? Ooh, a Hummer and H two. I was thinking like um, a nineteen eighty eight Chevy pickup truck that's like two tone. No, like but those are like iconic, right? Like they're those. No, because at first they seem really cool. And then they always have like a sound in the engine that you're always mm-hmm. like trying to be like, oh, that like belt, like or the, creaky belt. yeah, or the muffler kind of runs a little bit funny mm-hmm. and it ends up just kind of being a hassle in the long run. Yeah. I don't like that question. We're not car guys. That was a, I mean, I like the question, but we're not, we're just not car guys. Yeah, like I, don't, I don't know cars at all. Zero better with that. That's on us. All right. Is that it? Yeah, that's all I had. That's it, man. Yeah. Um, I think Brandon, got... do you want to pull up anything else out of your randos that uh no. Okay. No. I All wanna right. leave I wanna leave on that final statement. I feel feel good about that final statement. Good. That uh, on, honestly, they're the flip of that question is even harder to answer. What other coaches lose that game not named PJ Fleck? That was one also one that I eliminated because I think that's just overkill. There's not many coaches that lose that game. Uh, maybe a few of Purdue's previous coaches before Brom, but um, but other than that, that list is very. The amount of coaches that win that game drastically longer than the amount of coaches that lose that game. That's the reality we're in. Yeah, two of the cool. co- two of the coaches I thought of were Michigan guys at least. Rich Rod and uh, Rich Rod loses that lose, game. lose that game. Yeah, they both do. Yes, Mel Tucker loses that game. Mel Tucker, hundred yeah. percent. I wanted to say it's so bad. I was going to say Michael Oxley loses that game too. He probably loses that. You know who? Oh my god, Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano wins that game. He wins. I think that he's. Game. I think he's a coin flip. That's what I was going to say. I think Schiano wins it. I think Schiano is like the <laughs> is like the the average line of the Big Ten coaches. That's yeah. what I realized this week, and I go, "Oh my god, he is the he is the midline." Yeah, yeah. And I used to think Scott he was Scott Frost loses bottom. that game. Scott, Scott Frost, Frost, yeah. Scott yes. Frost loses before kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> I think the new guy they've got loses too. 
what's his name? Oh Man, yeah, the cares? the old Baylor coach in Carolina guy, yeah, the guy that, that guy looks like he Matt does Rule. So, Matt Rule. so much cocaine. He's just sweating <laughs> all the time. How do you get cocaine in Nebraska? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> it's at podcast LEO. Make sure to follow our partner at Big Banter Sports for well, all the Go ask updates. the Nebraska pod where you get Jesus. cocaine involving and our it. podcast. Yeah, go find the Nebraska pod and ask them. Involving our podcast as well as the other 13 teams in the conference. Be sure to download, rate, review, and follow on all of our platforms and join us next week as we preview the beginning of the journey to 4 and 0 to finish the season. Till then. Still not going to say it. I'll talk to you guys later. Miffa. Oh, Miffa. Miffa. See you everybody.